0: Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim.
1: Britt playing Kenna.
0: And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action.
2: I did get the white cross once. Right. Or right once. On this. That was Diss talking about his god puzzle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. <Nobody> else is- <laughs> we're else. Uh, we're
0: back, everybody. And uh quick recap of what we just finished up. So... We found a secret double basement in Phelan's building, and unfortunately a trap was activated, and it seems to have burned almost all of the material inside. But we did find a a vague wanted poster for deaths, no bounty legible though, sad as that is, and a mysterious map that seemed to have our hero's home island circled several times on it. Uh, There was some information in there as well about a fairly sophisticated trap, incendiary-type trap, so a lot of planning went into this. Dis also had an interesting encounter with a certain captain, a tiny gnome captain, who, upon learning that uh, Dis, in fact, had no paperwork for working on the job site, tossed him into a pit. Uh, Dis was able to get away using the teleportation rings, but it kind of felt like something was restricting the teleportation magic a little bit on his way out, and uh, the rest of the team has a couple of theories for why that might be, but nothing concrete at this point everybody's back together, they're going to take some time and think about their next moves, so why don't we join them? Uh, I will say, obviously, this all doesn't have to happen the same night as well, if you guys wanted to have gone to sleep, thought about it, maybe did a day of work in between to kind of give yourselves some idea. We're still on downtime, so time can travel as quickly or as slowly as we need it to. So... I guess, uh, does anybody have either ideas for something they can do right away or maybe you want to change tack and work on something else instead for a little while? Feel free. Yeah. Um, well, I was just going you know, to start, especially with him meeting people
3: and um, uh, a lot of people doing reps in the work in He's going to start hitting up the taverns around those areas and like, uh, basically, I guess, socialize a lot more people that I've met around there and just
0: do a lot of talking and learn about the world in general. Okay. Uh, any specific points of history you're interested in? Recent, I suppose. Okay. In terms of the stronghold or the world at large? Oh. Okay. Just, just, very... just kind of whatever yeah, you can get. Anything people were talking about. In this. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, we will see what you come up with. Uh, for now, do a luck roll for the people you meet and a persuasion roll for how well you kind of. Ply information out of people. 15 and 26. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, anything else anybody wants to work on while Lazarus does some sleuthing for maybe a couple of days in some bars?
2: Um... I mean, dis if you want to do your thief guilt stuff, that might Yeah, be I want to go idea. back to... Are the you th- going back? Yeah, I'm going to... Ken has... You should go with me as well, I think. Part of this. Okay. You guys are going to go back to that place, uh, Nim. Where does that
0: put you? Uh, I will. I mean, not that guests wouldn't
3: think should of this already. But investigate I'm just, the you know, kind of old containers and stuff too. Who's uh, Nim's the smart one? You should make figure out what the where the materials came from. Nim's the
0: smart one.
3: Well, he's the intelligent one.
0: Oh. Did Nim <laughs> yeah. take any of that stuff away with him? No, but I did a pretty close investigation when yeah. I was there. Okay. Um, but yeah, sorry. You were saying something. You had an idea to do so. Uh, I was gonna suggest to Dis just to get, like, based on the papers he got to get fake papers made. Not that he wouldn't thought of that, but yeah, you know, I think Dis has
2: a certain amount of forgery skill on his own. I if I'm, I'm a charlatan background. Well, so. we both have scroll sets. Yeah, so we both should be able to do it. We could probably just speed it up by both of us, like trying to get maybe all like,
1: three of us have. Well, because he is a scroll set, and I have a scroll
0: set. Yes,
2: yeah, so we should probably, or we can group up and like do one. i probably just do a set of papers for everybody. Do you
0: have a proper forger's kit,
2: Um or was
0: that somebody else's background in the little side campaign we did?
2: Uh, I'm not
0: sure. You just check your background. Yeah, we yeah. Um, background. I mean, Charlatan would certainly have a certain amount in
2: that area, but I can't I remember I have, if like, you had disguised did Yeah. That. We
0: should also, I suppose, like
3: just add to that discussion while they are around. Uh, mention up that we should check to make sure the paper isn't special. Okay. I point. did
1: a pretty their own investigation on it. And I will continue using this. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I just assume when you're looking at the papers, you're kind of checking some of that stuff. Yeah, what but a good thing to mention, so that I don't it, try to sneak If it is a yet. special
2: type of paper, we could just try to alter the document, too. Yeah. Like, try to scrape some ink off. And, yeah. yeah, this one's basically, I think, I have tool proficiency in forgery. Um, The kit is basically, like, I could come with ink or whatever I want on it, Uh, but I believe so, you need, I wouldn't need a specific forgery kit as long as I had the tools that I need from it, so that'd be like ink and, yeah. and like a knife to scrape stuff off.
0: So you have proficiency with a forger's kit, but yeah. you don't have one. But you're going to go talk to the Thieves' Guild or try to anyway. They might have one too as a, yes. as a solid side option. Okay, that seems fair. Nim was talking about maybe some alchemical stuff. One thing I will note, uh, Kenna, because you've been investigating the paperwork, something stands out to you a little bit. On one of the bits of paper, it looks like pretty much every person that this will, say, removed the paperwork from with various methods. Um, Every single person has four bits of paperwork, and they they kind of have a lot of what you would imagine. One kind of identifies them, one kind of identifies who they're supposed to go work for, another details the job, and a fourth seems to be kind of a final sign-off from everybody involved. But it stands out to you because you notice that on that final piece of paper where there's kind of all of the final authorizations, the those lines for people to sign on look a little familiar to you. From
1: Phelan's shop. Mm. Mm. I'll pass along that knowledge to everyone.
3: Okay. Mm. So that... Oh, man, that's, 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 that's got a lot of... It means this entire... It does relate it to was this entire thing now. Potentially. They know we
0: know Maverick.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Actually, you found almost no mentions of Maverick anywhere since you came inside, really. This is paranoid. they know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they've been keeping a close eye on us from the beginning. Mm. They're not going to just stop keeping a close eye on us now. I also am, like, very curious as to where this wanted thing came from. Who sent that out? How the hell Phelan knows where our island is? That's another. Unless Maverick is sending communications back. (laughs) Or someone else is. He
3: he was referred to as, uh, what do they call him?
0: Revolutionary Maverick? Is that what they call him? Is it revolutionary? Yeah, revolutionary... Yeah, I think at one point somebody mentioned a possible revolutionary streak in him.
3: Yeah.
0: Another rebel Maverick. Rebel. I mean rebel. Rebel, yeah.
1: So I'm wondering rebel. if Phelan is higher up than we had previously guessed. She has ties to higher... Mm. I wonder, Phelan is at the camps in disguise as the short, grumpy man. Mm. I don't know. She's the captain. Yeah.
0: Well, That's an interesting thing from Canada. Maybe, maybe it's not a you know complete conspiracy. Maybe it's two conspiracies.
3: Mm.
0: Oh, God,
1: Sorry.
3: or Maverick is a mole.
1: Maybe it could be any it could be anyone in way, his crew, though, right? Could be Goose. Goose got fixed here. What if he's unknowingly what if uh, being okay. tracked?
3: So I suppose the biggest concern now is that we don't know who else knows about you know,
1: and But who the fuck wants us?
3: And why? What are they after? What are they...
1: Is there any way we can send Bird to the island? Nope. Not We're fucked now.
3: Well, that's more. You can pursue... Uh, like, what avenues could you do? You can pursue the Thieves' Guild or the Blade Shadow for getting a message outside, eventually.
1: I think Blade Shadow is our best bet.
3: Eventually, but there's going to be any further process associated to that. Who knows how much getting messages is the strong.
1: Maybe Skinner?
3: Skinner would be the other one we could try to go for. Them. I mean... That would be extremely difficult, and Skinner would be. We'd be eventually have to reveal a lot to Skinner before we would
1: that. Oh, for sure. Which we need to do tonight.
3: Sorry, we're, we're we
1: gonna... need to tell Skinner about Phelan tonight.
3: Okay, well.
1: Her tie
3: See, now here's the thing: we don't have any tie of this to the play of Shadow. No. No, and we know that Skinner, so that he says, works on behalf of His Majesty the Queen. So, how is maybe, well, you know, this is one of Skinner's workshops. Mm-hmm. So, we come in and be like, What did you do to my papers? <laughs>
1: mm. But if we brought him into the room, we'd be able to gauge his.
3: Oh, we're not going to be able to bring him into the room. Um, So, like, what's our plan? Is our plan to go there to Fabian's at midnight and, like, use the eye or tell them separately if the eye were not there? I don't
1: know. There's so many
3: questions. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's just a lot of information
2: now. We don't really trust anyone at the moment.
1: No, I trust no one. I don't even trust Lil.
2: We should focus on the Thieves Guild. I think we should focus on the Thieves Guild <laughs> because anybody in a position of authority right now is not going to give us shit for information. So we need to go through a darker channels. Unless we found one that is discontent. Yes. But they're going to be doing a real lockdown on discontent right now as things are getting repaired. And- are
1: they though? Because they're so busy focusing on the gaping hole in the side of the stronghold.
3: And to be fair, I mean, you did get all the way there, have that conversation with the guard, and still be able to slip away.
2: Yeah, but. That required
3: some crazy acts of stealth.
2: Um. We have to get dirty a little bit and talk to the Thieves Guild and Skinner and. <laughs> okay, and Skinner. The
1: Thieves Guild.
2: Well, I don't see a good way to go without using the Thieves Guild right now because every time we go try to go up the chain, we get blocked by somebody who's going to give us no information and toss us into the prison for doing it.
1: What if we tried the Shadow Blade? Blade Shadow. Blade Shadow.
2: They're just another person. Guild, though, feels like. Yeah,
1: but we're already in it. Sure.
2: Yeah, I think anything <laughs> anything that's darker we should try to use.
1: I mean, we can definitely go to the Thieves' guild and try to get a feel of it, but the other issue is, is the issue we've had with the Stronghold up until this point is the fact that we trusted basically everyone we've come across, and then we got thrown into an elemental that was way beyond, elementals and demons that were out of our zone, mm-hmm. and now they're rebuilding some sort of thing on top of it, keeping everything a secret, and we're we're fine. We're not in trouble.
3: They used says,
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were the face of it. So
2: that's why I think
1: we should go to the Guild. We
3: weren't even. I mean, agreed. We should go to the Guild. Yeah, but no, I don't we think definitely should. We weren't publicly made the face of that. Mm,
1: people know, like people. publicly, in the in the fact of like the people in there was, higher up there was positions.
3: A couple of weeks where the adventuring guild had some rumors went around, but the ge- our last few weeks the no general, general
1: public, was, no, but but the higher ups of this world all will know who we are.
3: They knew who we were the moment we
1: got here. But how they didn't know who we were. Well, I
3: mean, yeah. We did set up one hell of a signifier. What were the original roles for adventurers in this room? <laughs> Was. We'll also, it's. Cool.
0: Well, this looks that up. I I am enjoying because I remember when everybody was saying, ah, oh, you know, it's really too bad we haven't encountered like a bigger city, right? A lot of our stuff's been kind of out in the wilds, but. The city's a dangerous place. (laughs) Well, it 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 was originally a city, but then you made it an entire like civilization.
1: It's not just a city. This is (laughs) uh this is like uh we're like
0: When you're the only lighthouse in the darkness. I
1: know. But I feel like
0: Gee, that makes me feel all (laughs) sorts of (laughs) pleasant.
1: It's almost like we're trying to infiltrate like I don't know. Some big monarchy. We're peasants.
0: Yeah. yeah, work your way up. But will no. you work your way up with honest jobs? No, thievery? obviously not. <laughs> I
1: don't think anyone can actually work their way up with honest jobs. Unfortunately, that's not how society works. Even in real life.
0: <laughs> Ooh, shade. <laughs> Uh, While well, this is looking for something in his notes, um, I guess. So who wants to go first with what they're doing in their downtime activity next? I guess Lazarus can go. Sure. You. Yeah, Lazarus, we have you talking, and your roles were pretty good, actually. So in terms of there's a fair amount of information that you can kind of pick up. Um, I think maybe the best way to handle it will just be g- give me kinda of your main questions you're after and I can kinda of try to piece them together. Rather than me just dumping a whole Okay. So I suppose
3: any if there's any known activities of the Stronghold outside of the Stronghold that we'll know about in recent years.
0: Uh some of the people in the bars, especially the guardsmen, do talk about um how like adventurers and that specific group that is involved in the defense of the outer perimeter that you guys encountered already. The, there's a lot of talk about how they used to have more outside jobs. People complain a lot now about how it seems like a lot of times the adventurers are just sticking around and taking up space inside the walls these days. Uh-huh.
1: Did the
0: Alright, and then I suppose recent history of, I suppose, any races or anything? Okay, recent histories and... In... I suppose just anything that anyone knows about, well, this is how, like, the dwarves are doing, how the humans are doing. Uh, outside of the Stronghold, people don't have a lot of information. Um, There are all kinds of rumors. People talk about things like... The dwarves have tunneled so deep under the mountains that nobody can find them anymore. Stuff like that. The wood elves have retreated into the forest and become trees themselves. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but in terms of like the ava- the readily available knowledge, um, it is a well known fact that most races are represented inside the stronghold. There's a certain amount of clickiness that has come with that. But a lot of them are so small that it doesn't really make sense for them to be completely xenophobic. Um There are a couple of races that are, at least as far as anybody knows, notably missing. Up until your arrival, yours being one of them, the blue blue dragonborns were not within the Stronghold period. Um, You still get an odd look from time to time. Um... Some of the races are less represented than others. Humans have taken up a large predominancy, but Wood Elves as well have have seen a fairly strong presence in the stronghold. High Elves less so. There's a lot of rumors around High Elves. Things like uh, when their floating continent fell, their race was almost entirely wiped out... Others believe that now they're uh, holding their island underwater instead in a secret sort of Atlantean-style thing going on. It's really tough to separate mythology from practical what information. Are the other missing races. Uh, there is none of the races are a hundred percent absent um, outside of the blue dragonborns. However. A lot of the races are severely underrepresented. Halflings are extremely rare. Um, it's not that they don't exist, but they are extraordinarily rare. Well, I mean, uh, high Elves as well. I mean, well, we know from the previous world they were already rare. Exactly, but <laughs> that's not necessarily common knowledge to these people. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other ones that are a little rarer. Um, there's been a lot of talk about how... Originally, there was a decent contingent of orc, half-orc, and tieflings, but they were largely driven out due to the kind of unconscious desire of the remaining races to blame them a lot for what happened. Uh, There was, in fact, a couple of years ago, a mass exodus of the remaining tieflings and half-orcs. They kind of all left in a big group as a deal with whoever was in charge. Nobody really knows who the deal was cut with, but they were basically given the choice of either all be locked up or all leave. And they chose to leave. Okay. Um so that
3: actually potentially puts a large amount of Devons and orcs in that area. In a potential mm-hmm. surrounding area. So swamp? Maybe. maybe. Maybe maybe this is just the front case for a lot Maybe. Possibly. Maybe Agnes is working with it. Strong. Sure. <laughs> I suspect everyone.
0: <laughs> Everybody's so so unsure sure. who to trust now. Uh, anything else in particular you're interested in? Um,
3: I suppose well, what information people are talking about. I guess leading up to the event. I suppose the Pentacles and the war. Ah. So, uh, so bits of like the. What the world looked like leading up to it, just what people... That'd be very few pieces of information, but...
0: It's, it's even worse than that, because there's kind of an unwritten rule that people's lives started when they joined Stronghold. It's kind of a, this is a sanctuary, and the trauma of what happened before is over now. Mm. And people don't really bring it up that much. Um, it, it's almost a completely avoided topic. Every once in a while you get somebody really drunk who shares the tiniest tidbits of information, like, you know, I remember when my parents were killed during the Cataclysm and stuff like that, but it's it's largely an untalked about thing. Not quite illegal yeah. to talk about, so I won't but... Go for specific people's events, more like the specific events that happened
3: around that time, because Lazarus just doesn't have any of that history from what was happening when he was taking them. So, like, yeah. I don't know if anyone still remembers what, like, what the war was like.
0: And A lot of people that do remember, it, it's really the horror of the thing. Mm. Demons and dragons everywhere. Some people have stories of tieflings and orcs also sacking their villages. Mm. Some people have stories about large portions of humanity going rogue and and killing people and that sort of thing. Uh, but all the stories are a little different in, in those ways. The other thing you pick up on just from kind of listening to people, which was maybe a little surprising to you, is because of how bad it is outside that people remember. I mean, you guys have been outside. know it's not a complete horror show out there now, but it is still can be bad. But people remember it as uh, you can't go five feet without a demon killing you. And that memory is very much preserved for them. They remember the outside world as much worse than you know it to be now. And it has developed a, a fairly feverant loyalty to the stronghold in a lot of people. They really do believe this is the last part of the world that hasn't gone completely insane. And they're pretty attached to it.
3: Hmm. What else can I okay, uh, can I, uh, then I'll suppose after that, the next piece of information I'll try to gather is just, what are the recent events that happened in the Stronghold meeting sleep, like arriving, like what happened before we got there?
0: Is there any major events, and like that sort it's actually funny, the, the people really talk about, there's kind of the, the four main events people remember about the Stronghold. People that have been there the longest remember the initial binding, which is what they called when the Stronghold was created. Uh, though a lot of the people you talk to on the market rung don't have any specific knowledge of that. It's really more for the people that were here first, wealthier, a lot of them, that kind of stuff. People talk about the Exodus, which was the leaving of the Tieflings and the Half-Orcs and some of the other more undesirable eminence being expelled. There is talk of the rebel traitor, Maverick, who is kind of viewed as, like, the most recent threat to the Stronghold prior to, obviously, the, the demon event. And then, of course, the last one is the demon event itself.
3: Um, yeah, it's gonna be up I'll try to very carefully, very casually, like as far as when like the rebel or maverick or anything gets talked about, to just very lightly ask around that. And be
0: like just I wasn't here for it sort of thing. Fair enough. I see mean what, see what
3: people talk about, what they
0: know. It's um it's very fanatical. A lot of people talk about how there was a large belief that he was going to be kind of one of the people to help the stronghold take more land, kind of retake the world sort of thing. A lot of people seem to have had a lot of faith in him. His position appears to have been very high. uh He had a lot of visibility. People talk about him being in one of the most powerful adventuring groups that people can remember. And then just that immense sense of betrayal when he left.
3: Next is the Earth, no. We will have high hopes for him. And we're
0: devastated when he left. Yeah. Um, I think we'll leave it there. Hmm. We'll see if we can pull in the other guys. So, who's who's next? Who's got something they want done? Yes, would you uh, like to share the Thiefs Guild? I guess you're taking Kenna with you is the idea? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just eating me yeah. from my looks. That's correct.
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. And her lack of fear for Chainmail. <laughs>
1: that also. And his ability to calm him down when he's <laughs> freaking out about Chainmail.
0: <laughs> okay. So, I have a follow-up question that maybe you guys haven't thought of. The shop you're talking about, the one that was selling the really weird food, was only about... Mm.
2: Forty-five 48.
0: minutes away from the warehouse. Ooh. So I mean it's clearly
2: gone. Um we don't
3: have to contact one of them.
2: I will go into uh We you know how to contact the shadow blade. Yeah. Blade
1: shadow
2: blade, shadow blade. Interchangeable is
0: fine. It it kinda seems like when people are talking about the Shadow Blades, they they'll say that, but if it's, like, somebody that seems maybe more directly connected, they prefer Blade's Shadow. Like, it's kind of like, no, 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 that's not how we pronounce it.
2: Um. I will. So what I think we should do, since, obviously, that shop has been... Something's probably happened to it. It was really close to ground zero.
1: Obliterated.
2: Most likely. (laughs) So... Here's my idea. It's probably a pretty bad so, idea back in oh, i look. So I'm gonna, we should look for all the crappy restaurants. <laughs> <That was right. laughs> see
1: if we can find them same people again.
2: Basically, like we just walk around looking like our adventurous selves and we just wait for somebody to approach us weirdly. And we either get into the Thieves Guild or you robbed. No, I mean, you could just 50 take, 50.
1: I'll just leave the bank with somebody else, and then we don't need to lose that. So
2: again, we'll just carry a little mess of money on there, but just enough to grease the wheels if need be. Yeah, for sure. We can uh, do yeah. that. So, yeah, we're going the blind road. Okay. We're being like, oh, yeah, we sure wouldn't want to steal it. No. I
1: mean, <laughs> the other thing we could do, though, is we could use the draft cleaning shop to see if, <laughs> if the thieves guild is coming in there to...
2: We just, like, wait at the front for each customer and be like, so... You like stealing stuff?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, like, if we worked the front counter for a little bit and maybe got the feel for some people.
2: Go sit in the back of the restaurant and cloak. Was there any... kind of history check and see if there was any identifying... Or uh, if there was anything weird, like markings outside of... I, I'm assume as my kind of background... I'd recognize the like markings that might be outside of shops to show like fences and- I mean you know thieves scans yeah so, thieves can, so I'm gonna look wait I have a better idea we're just <laughs> gonna walk down I to just screen forgot screen I knew a language <laughs> it's maybe the the dialect's different uh, we should walk down and I'm gonna look for any signs of Thieves gonna look if there's any uh, thieves can't written on the walls, basically marking places as fences and whatnot. Oh
1: well, that's smart. And yeah, we
2: should try to find one of those places and then. Well, I don't they'll... know thieves
1: can't, so you'll have to look for that and I'll just
2: I will uh so when we're going through, I'm gonna look for any signs of it and I will I'll point it out kinda on the download to kinda be like It's hey.
1: teaching me thieves can't.
2: Yeah, basically. Is that
1: what we're doing? Yeah. We're learning thieves can't on the DL.
0: <laughs>
2: It'll okay. be Quite difficult to teach her the entire language, but I'll, I'll teach her um, like things to look out for. So sure. I'm assuming there's going to be like a markings that would be somewhat obvious for like a like a fence, like like the or old Simpsons one where they're like these are the hobo signals.
0: This means old lady with a cat. This means good vittles. Yeah, you know, we're <laughs> like this control. is a safe
2: place to crash. If like you sure. know, there's heat. People want to start pretty really far out, marker, not close to center. Um, or maybe midway.
1: Why don't we start in the creepy back alley where we used to have her dry cleaning
2: existence? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should start there, actually. Yeah. The creepy dark alley. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: I don't want to say that Dis forgot he could speak Thieves' Cant, because that's just silly. But we'll say that he hasn't really been paying attention to it, because when you learned Thieves' Cant, that was, like, pre-catastrophe. And you've only really used it a little in between. So it's kind of like... Having
2: a native tongue, but you haven't had to speak it in 10 years. Yeah, I think the last time I used it was something with Maverick the and, yeah, the tree stump.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, it's kind of like uh, refreshing yourself on a language you haven't spoken in a while. And as you kind of switch that energy mentally to trying to pay a little bit more attention to that... It's kind of like a veil being pulled away from the world, <laughs> and you're kind of like, "Oh yeah, that's right." A lot of these buildings do have weird things drawn on them, and you kind of take about—I'm a going to say like two or three days—to try to acclimate
2: yourself to their specific dialect of symbols. As I'm and... as I'm nearing the last day of that, I want to go back to Phelan's place and check the outside. Um, sure. Okay. So, first of all, picking it up
0: is a little harder than you kind of initially expected, but it's not impossible. You begin with some of the easy stuff, like you do notice there are some places you know are restaurants that have been marked, uh, several of them with just very simple horizontal lines. But, as you pay attention, you kind of notice it's it's kind of an informal ranking system, like one line means the place isn't so good, or maybe not friendly is a better way to describe it. Two lines seems to be kind of middle of the ground, and you notice a couple of places that the food isn't very good, but they've got three lines, and it definitely seems to kind of indicate to you maybe friendlier towards a certain type of person is a better way to describe Some it there, yeah. Um, other symbols start coming back to you as well. There are definitely places like Lazarus mentioned, uh, buildings that are a little more, very few places are straight up derelict at this point because so many people have been displaced. Everybody's looking for places, but you can see buildings that used to be more derelict that had symbols on them maybe indicating as such, but have since been scratched out or crossed out, kind of indicating that those aren't places for hideouts anymore and Mm. that kind of stuff. And all of that information is starting to kind of come back to you. Uh, You check out Faelin's place. Um, Almost every building in the Stronghold Market Rung has some sort of marking on it. Even if it's a very generic, like, you you kind of pick up on symbols like, people that understand thieves can't don't like the people that live here type of messages. Just "Ah, avoid this guy, he's an asshole. Mm. Or a guard lives here, or their family lives here, stuff like that. Fae building is completely devoid of marking. Not even a basic marking, indicating the general friendliness of the practitioner. Um,
2: how do, how are these places usually marked? Like, what, what has been used to mark them? Uh, most times, it's very faint. You know, like, if you go up to
0: a stone wall, and you take something sharp, and you just scratch it, there's that super faint white line that'll remain. Most of it's like that. The patterns and the markings are meant to be very difficult to see. You have to get pretty much right up on them. It's part of the reason you didn't notice before.
2: Is there any other buildings where there's been markings of, like, somebody asking a question almost on the wall and then answers coming in later? There is two buildings you have found
0: that seem to be kind of informal message boards, or at least they were at one time. Mm. Two of These two buildings are more derelict buildings, but since people have been relocated, you notice none of the scratchings seem especially fresh. Kind of like those message boards have been abandoned because just more traffic is around now.
2: I want to use... I want to look around for something to scratch into the walls of Phelan's place. Okay. And I want to try my... or do an attempt at scratching in who was this on the wall? Okay. And then kinda of leave enough room for like follow-ups, I like, try to start a new message for it thing.
0: Sounds fair. You're not exactly sure that your dialect will be perfectly understood, and you haven't seen an example of somebody asking a question like that, like who lives here? But you get what you think will be kind of close, Mm. and it's definitely something that using your version of Deep Camp, you understand well enough. Mm. Uh, So you're kind of hoping they'll pick up on it as well.
2: Uh, And you leave it at that
0: for the time being.
2: I also want to leave a mark there as, like, suspicious. Okay. Like some variety of, uh, be paranoid around this place. Okay, and
0: like, be wary.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sounds fair. Uh, In the meantime, you've been teaching Kenna this a little bit, and it really has helped you a little bit with the market run. You've picked up on little bits more information. Uh, You're also happy to notice that while the laundromat hasn't been marked as like a safe place for people that know thieves can't, it has never been less been marked as a place of like, it's okay to be here. These people seem like decent people
2: also uh I'll tell every or I'll tell Nim and Ken or I'll tell everybody about what the markings on the laundromat look like. And be like, so oh, if there's any need to, you know, get some more clientele in here, I can help with that. <laughs>
0: you also notice a symbol that you're not entirely sure the meaning of, but it is repeated very frequently throughout the stronghold. Um and it, it's very simple, just it's just a horizontal line drawn with the drawing of a door above it with a door handle. Like, just a simple circular doorknob. Or a door. It doesn't seem to be in reference to anything specific. Like, some restaurants have it, some don't. Some guards' buildings have it, some don't. It doesn't seem to be specific about the building itself it's been carved onto. It just seems to be a different kind of message in general.
2: hmm Um... It's on. Sorry, a lot of them, or it, it's very frequent
0: throughout the the play. It's even drawn on some of the cobbles that make up the roads and stuff like that. It it just seems to be kind of a tag that's everywhere.
2: So there's nothing. Is there anything that comes with it, like kind of a pair? Nothing that always accompanies it. Is it, there anything that's a... more commonly accompanying it? Um. Especially if it has it release to like one, two, three marks for safety. No. Okay. No. It's
0: very much its own thing.
2: Um uh, restaurant? Yeah. I wanna look around for restaurants that three uh, yeah, three marks on them. There are several. I'll just take him into one of those and kind of linger around at the front, looking for kind of the same type of situation as happened before, before we get approached. Okay, fair enough. So you walk I'm into sure a place... i not want to steal anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not a thief.
2: Definitely not a thief. So, In case anybody was asking.
0: <laughs> the place you settle on is, think a little bit like an old western saloon, Although, obviously, a stone building because of where you are. But it it has kind of the same feel. It's a place where food can be found, drinks can be found. And when you walk inside with Kenna, you can't fail to notice that there is definitely a fair amount of gambling going on as well. Uh, None of these activities seem to be particularly hidden. But nevertheless, uh, it does have the three markings near the doorway. And it's known
2: as the Broken Bucket.
1: The Broken Bucket.
0: Bucket.
2: it. It seemed like gonna, a good choice to you at the time. I want to look around for the shadiest motherfucker in here. The shadiest motherfucker. Alright, uh, perception check. I had no
0: idea. Let's, let's I'll, find I'll the, help the help shadiest you. motherfucker. You that. You're
2: helping? No, way. That guy over there, look at him. <laughs> He's more perceptive shadier. than you. This that dude's way shadier than the dude you were looking at. Look at that guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's walls in here. Did you notice these walls? <laughs> And tables and shit. Uh,
0: ten? <laughs> Alright, I'm not gonna lie. You walk into the place and you're like, I'm gonna find the shadiest motherfucker in here. And then you look around and you're like, wow, a lot of these dudes look really shady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> new shady approach, new himself. approach.
1: Why don't we go sit down at a table and order some food and just start talking with the staff?
2: Alright, that works. I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> is there any dude by himself? Yeah, also, uh... Yeah,
1: is there a dude by himself?
2: Especially shady dude. A dude by himself.
1: Uh, and, like, I'll do a perception check for a dude by himself that doesn't look super shady, but definitely looks like he's, like, averting eyes of other people.
0: I can give you That's kind so of that. I, mean, I was trying to think about it, help. I don't think I can help. Yeah. <laughs> so you're looking around this place, yeah. and almost every table has people engaged in some kind of gambling. Cards, dice being thrown, etc. There are also several tables where people are eating closer to the bar. There are people at the bar drinking, all that kind of stuff. But you notice that there's only really one table in the bar that has only one guy sitting at it. He's sitting all alone. He's not really averting anybody's gaze, though. He's sitting, he's leaned back in his chair, he's got both fists on the table. And he's just kind of sitting there like he's just kind of staring off into the middle distance a little bit. But his table is right in the middle of the bar. Nobody's sitting at his table. He's got a big, think like a cowboy hat, but it kind of looks like somebody made it. It's not a professional cowboy hat. It's like it was made at home or maybe it was made by a slightly shoddier craftsmanship type of leather worker. It's a little uneven and it's dusty and dirty. And he's got the big cowboy hat. He's got long hair, big beard. The whole face is practically obscured by hair. And he's just sitting at the table, staring off into the middle distance. Is there... Is
1: there a lot of open tables at this place, or are they mostly full?
2: No, no, that's the only table oh, okay. That's, that's even remotely open. I wanna it's a w- popular place. I want to walk over there after Jenna finds him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or points him out. Okay. And I'll walk up to this guy. Or...
1: I'll walk up to this
2: guy? <laughs> yeah, I start walking up to him like... It's a dude. No, <laughs> you, you go first.
1: That's, that's worked well for us so far. It's true.
2: Definitely Our not Pippin O'Kenna though. Practice makes perfect. God. Okay. It's
0: so he's he's good. sitting at the table, just kinda of staring off.
1: Excuse me. Ha, sorry to bother you. We're just looking for somewhere to sit and we were wondering if we could join you.
3: Rejoin.
0: <laughs> Sorry for the people listening. He didn't reply, but just hand motion of the table was theirs. All right. Can
2: <laughs> we Do sit down?
0: Who's got the highest passive perception? Me, eighteen. So, Kenna, you ask if you can sit there, and you start pulling the chair back to take a seat, and it, you can't help but notice that every table in the immediate vicinity has gone. They're all still playing, but, like, they're doing, like, this kind of cards.
2: Yeah. (laughs) people have never seen a 20 out of 20 before. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You don't know for sure it's the guy at the table.
0: Uh, Kenna is also pretty much the hottest chick in the bar right now.
1: Pretty much. Is there someone hotter
0: than me in the bar? I I may have neglected to mention the obvious prostitutes.
1: Uh, uh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not half naked, so (laughs) we
2: So yeah, well, number one, uh, is there anybody <laughs> looking like the waitresses coming over to serve drinks? And...
0: Uh you do actually see
2: uh, a waitress slowly
0: making her way over through the rather rumbunctious crowd. Okay.
2: okay, I'll wait for that to happen. I think we just quietly sit there and wait for. We her just
1: like day. chat.
2: Yes. So how how's your day going? <laughs> There's no
1: reply. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your table with us. That's very appreciated.
0: There's a, a short kind of nod. But other than that, no acknowledgement.
1: Do you come around here a lot? Probably
3: <laughs> oh, the owner of this place.
1: Probably. Probably the owner of this place.
2: Have you ever seen anything like that explosion that happened at... Uh, What's, what's the timeline on this like now? Like a month ago? About a month and a week ago, yeah. The, like That big explosion like a month ago. That was crazy, right? There's a slow nod.
1: Yeah, it works.
2: <laughs>
0: the girl finally approaches, and she kind of settles in between the two of you. Between the two of you so that you can order, but you can't help but notice it's also directly opposite the guy.
2: Uh, y'all want some? Yeah. I sure do. <laughs> what What is this guy drinking or eating? Or hey, nothing. He's just sitting at the so table. Does this lean over to him? Do you have any recommendations or something to drink? Uh, uh not him. To, to the I know, guy. but she oh, replies.
0: Sorry. Uh, we mostly recommend y'all
2: don't talk to Big Bob. He seems like such a friendly guy.
0: Well, appearances can be deceiving.
2: That, seem, that seems kind of cruel. I mean, he's been sitting here happy little guy. Isn't that right, Bob?
0: Bob does kind of like the slow shift of the eyes towards you, and then just back to the waitress.
2: Yeah, so uh, is it any recommendations from you talking to the waitresses? <laughs> uh,
0: well, we find most people like uh, uh the burgers ain't bad. And uh, we do got a fair amount of other vittles, if you're used to certain other fare.
1: I like burgers.
2: I also like burgers.
1: anything? what about for drinks?
0: Uh, Well, uh, it's been tough getting stuff after the big kaboom, you know. But uh, we got ale, Mm -hmm. and uh, we got kind of what I guess you could call a house wine. But it's, you know,
2: some people like it. I mean, I'm I'm okay with a glass of that. Um, I want a ton of motionary. Of the wine, yeah, the wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I have to be super stealthy sometimes. Sometimes oh, you got to rub elbows.
3: Yeah,
0: great wine.
2: I want to wave her closer to me so I can
0: talk a little bit quieter. All right, she. I mean, she obliges. She moves in a little. And
2: uh, any any help for maybe some goods I might want to get rid of that are harder to sell. <laughs> Uh,
0: geez, I don't even know. Uh, roll persuasion. Actually, roll performance. You're you're pitching yourself as something here.
2: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> roll. <No. laughs> Ever since we just got back.
0: Uh, Ken, is there anything you want to do to help his illusion uh, of a man looking to sell some things? Um, yep, I'll help him with that. Uh, how so?
1: Uh, I'll just, like, quietly whisper, they're real good. <laughs>
0: We'll call it fair.
1: <laughs> well, please. It's oh, then it helped. It's better. It's better.
0: 14 for performance. <laughs> okay. She kind of she her eyes kind of widen for a moment, and then she leans in. What exactly y'all talking about?
1: <laughs> Let's see, we have got mean, this dry cleaning service.
2: may have got. I don't say. I don't say that. Nim, Nim had a tiny heart.
0: It's <laughs> 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 legit business just all the way down the shitter. <laughs> what,
2: what if I... got all
0: this
3: extra space?
0: <laughs> what
2: if I said I had some materials from Ground Zero?
0: <laughs> and you were looking to, to find someone to buy that, is the idea?
2: Yeah, that'd be helpful anybody to talk to about something like that if there's no current virus.
0: She stops leaning in and she kind of stands up. Honey, were you going to get a drink after all? Uh, Yes, please. Was that the wine or the ale? Ale, please. Alright. I'll be right back with what you're looking for. Thank you. Thank you very much. She kind of walks away. I feel
1: like I'm with my people. She's speaking my language.
0: This is true. (laughs) (laughs) So,
2: she walks away. What would you like to do while she's gone? Not
3: talk to Big Bob.
2: So, Bob. Ah, Sorry, Big Bob. I want to see, is there any difference when I say Bob versus Big Bob? Like, a little flicker of anger? Honestly, it's really hard to tell.
0: Bob is that weird mix of possibly being incredibly buff and possibly being incredibly fat that just makes him impossible to tell what he's doing.
2: You want to... You want to... Play a game? (laughs) You want to play a game? (laughs) I knew that was going to (laughs) come. So you
0: say you want to play a game. Bob's eyes shift from that middle distance back towards you. And then, kind of out of nowhere, his hand that was on the table the whole time just pushes a deck of cards forward. You're not even really sure how they got there.
2: What what card game do you have in mind here? Pretty good hand to go fish. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice. He slides the deck forward a little further, and the other hand slides forward fourteen platinum pieces. Holy and he just stares at you. Oh, I didn't
1: break. We don't I have platinum. I think
0: you sat down at the high stakes table,
1: though. I think we just did.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never seen real platinum before.
3: <laughs>
2: well, I don't know if I have something equivalent to that. Unless he had something in mind. I swear to God, he glances at Ken. He doesn't glance at you.
1: <laughs> yes, I hope to God he
2: does. Just you know. out.
0: <laughs> he doesn't glance at either of you. He just, with one big, meaty finger, he just taps the platinum coins.
1: I think we're going to have to sit this one out. I say that uh, quietly. To that's this.
3: 140 gold? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean,. You can always give the gold equivalent. <laughs> I don't think they brought that much coin with them, though.
2: What if I
3: bet information that could get you more money than that? No reaction.
2: No reaction?
3: Yep, yeah, just nothing. Mm. Um, is s- the
1: waitress coming there?
0: Uh, she's made eye contact with you a couple of times. You can see the drinks are ready, uh, but she seems to be waiting on food. I,
2: I want to look his hands for a ring. Okay, since both of them are on, the
0: you table. take a look at his hands. Uh, there is no ring on his hands. But there is a tan mark from where a ring was.
1: Does it look like it would be like the same type of ring we're wearing?
0: Hard to say.
1: I don't think I could bet. (laughs) What are you betting? Your ring? Don't bet your ring, you're (coughs) gonna lose it for sure!
3: Uh, no. And then? And then we're <laughs> going to
1: be in major shit. Put 14 flat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> go
1: We make that in two weeks at our, our uh, business. <laughs> Don't do it.
0: At least you know what the high stake is. During the time it's taken you to kind of make this decision, um, you've... Over the last 30 seconds or so, your leg has been quite itchy. Every once in a while, you've kind of, like, patted at it. But this last time that you patted at it, there was a little hand there. That the fuck?
2: Just grab the wrist.
0: You hear kind of just a, a quick little yelp. And, and when you kind of look under the table, there's a little gnome under there. And he was kind of in the process of tugging your pant leg. But now, of course, you've got him by the wrist, and he's all wide-eyed, and... I'll let go of his wrist, and kind of just give him a questioning look. Let go. Kind of glares at you for a second. And then he gives you one of these, the quick little, like, come come listen. Uh, sorry, my shoe's untied. (laughs) 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 Alright. Your shoe's untied, you lean under the table... You get right up under there, he leans a little in and he goes, BAH! And you smack your head into the table.
2: Oh god, that wasn't a shoe!
0: (laughs) He gives you a little smile and he goes, That's better. Now, how about a little respect?
2: I'm sorry, I'm not used to conversing with people under tables. Well, maybe you should get used to it. Nobody looks under a table. I'm looking under a table right now. <laughs> Only because I pulled your leg. I've been under here for minutes. Good point. Uh,
0: I hear you got some stuff you're looking to get rid of.
2: Yeah. What kind of fact, stuff? Have, well, sorts of stuff, but I don't want to talk about it under a table, you understand? I'm telling you, nobody listens under a table. Just tell me the stuff you got. That doesn't sound very good. It doesn't sound like a good idea. I've been caught by things like that before. Isn't there any place more quiet we could talk?
0: I don't know if I want to do business with a guy who admits he's been caught before.
2: Well, caught by. When I look at Kenna, like my uh so suspicious. suspicious party members.
0: <laughs> he kind of like he, he kind of looks at you. Oh, I see. And he kind of lets one hand trail down her leg for a moment. Oh. <laughs> I feel this, I assume. Probably a little, yeah, but kind of like that faint, like oh, maybe there's just like a little bit of dust or something. He seems to be very. He seems to have very nimble hands.
2: I want to not in the creepy way. It <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? Where did I feel? I want to check my fucking belt and shit to make sure everything is still there. Okay, you take a look at your belt, and there it definitely is. It's not all there. Hmm. I want to grab his wrist again after he went off of Kenna. Okay, like, are you a little prick? <laughs> Number one, before we do any sort of deals, I need my shit back. I'm the one who does the stealing.
0: Gives you a shrug. and to make sure you were paying attention, and he gives I'll, you your stuff back. While he's doing that, I want to try to jack something from him. Okay, uh, roll a sleight of hand. I think we'll just do it as straight up competition between the two of you. I'm good.
2: At
1: something. Okay. Why? What'd you roll? Same
2: thing got rolled like a million times. Uh-uh.
1: Five?
0: <laughs> Thirteen? Okay. You go to reach in and you get two fingers all the way into his pocket before his eyes slip down that way for a second. He goes, Yeah, it's not half bad. <laughs> Alright, fine, we can talk. Wait, you want like a back room or something?
2: Yeah, anything away from prying eyes and curious ears.
0: Alright, but you're bringing the skirt. <laughs> we should probably leave Bob alone anyway.
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Alright. So, Follow I got, me, then. Uh, I'll back out stand up from the table. Sorry, it's... I realized I wear Velcro. Um... <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> have no, of
1: course not. <laughs> I wore button shoes. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I'm not even
2: wearing shoes. I forgot. Oh, really? uh, so, uh, Kenneth, uh, suddenly I realized I had something to do in the back room. Thank you for your time, Bob. He just kind of tucks the cards and the money back under his hands. Maybe I'll uh, be back for a high stakes game later when I have something to offer. Thanks for own.
1: letting us sit at your table, Bob.
2: No immediate reaction. And uh, I guess we stand up and... Oh, Oh, I follow you. Yeah, and then I'll just... Actually, I'll just ignore the waitress or glance over at her and give her a nod or something, because I'm assuming she's one who.
0: Okay. The little guy heads back towards the back part of the bar, tucked under the stairs that lead to the second level where a lot of the prostitutes have been bringing people. There's a little half-sized red door tucked away under there. Ooh. And uh, red red we'll, we'll end there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the red these thing! <laughs> wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.